like I say, just a few very simple comments about this place and how we often find ourselves wherever we are in our in our journey, in our lives. Some of us may find ourselves in a very low point, as Jacob was. Physically, seems like all these things are against him. Uh, whether we're dealing with sickness or family issues, friends uh, letting us down, feeling ourselves to be all alone. Uh, Jacob was at a low point, as I say, in his life. And uh, there may be that for us as well. As I mentioned this past week, it's been very difficult for me to just get to a place where I would like to be spiritually. I know that this could be true for some of you as well. But even in that place, a place where we feel ourselves to be not as strong as we would like to be, where our natural force, just through age perhaps or infirmity, may be abating, our zeal, which we once enjoyed, may be abating. Whatever that place might be, or it could be a a place of failure, an actual place of where we failed the Lord in some way. And we see that in Jacob, where we just came off of a chapter where he was um, he was engaged in deceit and supplanting his brother's blessing. A time of failure in our lives. Whatever that place might be, even in that place, God revealed himself to Jacob, even in that place where all that he had for his pillow was, were stones. And in that place, surely the Lord is in that place. And I knew it not. And often we don't know what the Lord is doing in our lives or how near he is to us. We don't perceive it. We're oblivious to it. But even in the low points of our lives, this is the way I want to encourage us. No matter where we might find ourselves today, whatever place we are, the Lord can draw near even in that place. He can draw near even now and reveal himself to us so that this place of abandonment or loneliness or defeat or discouragement can be turned into the very house of God, the very gate of heaven. You know, when you think about what happened here in this particular passage, nothing had changed in Jacob's life. We understand this. In fact, when the Lord is speaking of the promise, behold, the Lord stood above this ladder. I am the Lord God of Abraham, thy father. And to thee will I give all this land and to thy seed. Thy seed shall be as the dust of the earth, etc., etc. Jacob basically is lying there without a single thing to his name. He's not married. He has no children. And so this promise, which seems so lofty and so high and so unbelievable, if I can say that, 
would seem to mock in any normal circumstance. But even though his circumstances or his experience did not measure up to this wonderful promise of God, Jacob believed God. And when he awoke, everything was different. Everything was changed, even though nothing had changed. But he had met with God, and that was the big change, is that he had God reveal himself to Jacob. And even though his circumstances had not changed, everything had changed. That place, that place of desert and desolation became the house of God. That place, or that pillow that he had, which was just a stone, just a stone, it became a memorial pillar. It became a place of worship for him. You know, it's, a, it's akin to when we see Moses having, what is in thy hand? It's just a stick, it's a rod. Well, that rod God will use to lead a nation out of captivity. It's just a stone pillow that I used to as a pillow for my head. It became a memorial. It became this this place, this this object whereby Jacob could point to it and say, This is where God met with me. That place, that place of desert wilderness, after meeting with God in that place. It became a place of consecration. You read down later on, Jacob vowed a vow saying, if God will be with me and will keep me in this way that I go and will give me bread to eat and raiment to put on so that I come again to my father's house in peace, then shall the Lord be my God. It was a place of consecration and it was a place of commitment. Again, what was, the, what was the big difference? What was the big thing that had happened? It was simply that the Lord had revealed himself to Jacob. And that is essentially what it is that we need, what we're praying for. Our circumstances may not change physically speaking. We may still fight with illness or sickness or the decay of our own bodies and our strength and our physical zeal. But what we need, more than just a change in circumstances, is we need to meet with the Lord, just like Jacob did. And everything will change. I'm convinced of it. You know, we can look back at times in our, I was thinking about this, times in our lives when we met with the Lord in a certain place, in a physical, certain location. And we look back with great fondness. Those places, though they are very simple, ordinary places. In, in my case, I'm thinking of in the sanctuary of our church. I've been going to our church for 30 years. And so I was a teenager when I first was in our church. And I remember seasons in our church, in the sanctuary. I can sit in that seat when the Lord met with me. And that place, which is a very ordinary place to anyone else, has become a very, very special place to me. And you all have the same, I'm sure. 
whether it's in your bedroom or just in a certain place. When God meets with us in our mundane places, place of employment, place of home, place of church, when God meets with us, it becomes a very special place. And I trust and I pray and I hope that that is true even of this place. This is a, an electronic place. It's a Zoom call. Not very flattering, not very interesting, often despised. But the Lord can meet with us even in this place. I trust that he will.